It's time for Recipe of the Day. Hey there, I'm Christine Pittman from CookTheStory.com. This is the first Saturday in March, and if you're like me, you are looking so forward to summer and to grilling season. It's really just around the corner. Until then, though, we need to find other ways to make delicious steaks. One of my favorites is to do a skirt steak. I tend to buy a nice big skirt steak and cook it up and serve it as like burrito bowls or in tacos. Sometimes I leave it in big chunks and we eat it like a steak. That's an option too. I tend to cook the whole thing as a whole or cut into like two pieces to make them fit in my skillet better. I don't ever slice it before cooking it. I I find it much easier to have control over the cooking level, the doneness, when it's a whole big piece and I can like cut into the middle and see how it's doing, that kind of thing, than when it's a whole bunch of little strips. Those cook really, really fast and are harder for me to control. So I like to cook the skirt steak nice and big and whole, let it rest, and then slice it. So I'm going to be telling you how best to cook a skirt steak indoors in a skillet. And then I'm going to be telling you the most important thing about skirt steak, and that is how to slice it. It doesn't work out to be the intuitive way that you might think that you would slice it, given the way that it's shaped. So we're going to focus on those things. Now, if you want to get this written out as like written instructions with a recipe, I have that for you. The link will be in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD, and you will see the link to it there. Okay, let's jump into this recipe. So skirt steak has a really intensely beefy flavor, and I think that's why it's becoming one of my favorite beef cuts. It really is. It just can be easy to make it dry. So that's like why I was saying I'm going to explain how to cook it and how to cut it. So first, what is skirt steak? It is a thin cut of beef that comes from the diaphragm muscle of the cow, not too far from where the flank steak comes from. And like flank steak, it's that long rectangular shape and not very thick. The skirt steak tends to be a little bit narrower though, three to four inches wide and sometimes a little bit thinner too, just a half to one inch thick. Now, often you will see two kinds of skirt steak at your grocery store or butcher, the outside skirt steak and the inside skirt steak. If they're both there, you want to go for the outside skirt steak. It's much more tender and has a more beefy flavor. I really like it. But the inside skirt steak is great too. Quite often my store only has the inside and I get that one and I do the exact same thing to it and it is wonderful. So don't worry too much about it. Now, like flank steak, skirt steak also has a visible grain running through it, but the flank steak's grain runs lengthwise along the whole length of the steak, whereas the skirt steak one runs widthwise. Now, to picture this better, what you're thinking about is if you were to lay this steak horizontally in front of you, so the long way in front of you, now picture a compass where the left side of your steak is west and the right side is east. The muscle fibers, the grain in a skirt steak are actually running north-south. So they're running that like short little distance there. Now it's crucial when you cut a steak like this that you're cutting against that grain. So if you were to just lay your cooked steak out in front of you horizontally and start slicing from right to left as we often would, like vertical slices, 
little thin vertical slices from right to left, you'd actually be going with the grain. Now that's a problem and you can totally see why. If you're going with the grain, you're going to have these long strands of meat in each slice. And so when you chew it, your teeth have to like cut through those strands, right? Now, if you can imagine turning that steak around so that you're slicing through those strands, now the slice is made up of like a whole bunch of little bits, not big strands. So when you bite into it, it's almost already like chewed for you. Sorry if that's not a nice, pleasant thought, but like it's already cut where your teeth would cut it. And so it's easier. And so you perceive it as more tender. So once I get through cooking the skirt steak, I will explain to you how to get those slices as well. It's just a good idea to have a look at that steak before it's cooked, because it is easier to see that grain and to really have a good idea of what we're talking about. I will say that we have pictures of all of this on Cook the Story. So if you really need the visual, go to Cook the Story dot com slash ROTD. Find that skirt steak link there and you will have a lot of help with those pictures. Okay, so a lot of people want to know how to make skirt steak tender. And often people will use a marinade to accomplish this. A marinade doesn't tend to tenderize meat. It only penetrates the outside layer. So it's really not going to tenderize it. It's just going to add some flavor. You can totally marinate it if you want to. I would just discard the marinade after and then blot the steak really good so that it's not wet, so that it's really well. Having said all of that, I do not ever marinate my skirt steak and I don't even do any kind of dry brine like salt in the fridge for a while or anything like that. Instead, I tend to just use a nice seasoning rub, salt, pepper, garlic powder, chili powder, some cumin. Those go in there and I sprinkle it all over. The nice thing about the skirt steak for a rub is that accordion-like muscle structure that leads to that grain we were talking about gives you lots of like nooks and crannies for that seasoning to get into. So unlike like a New York strip or ribeye, that kind of steak, which is like very flat surface. This has all those little indents in it. And so the seasoning gets like all through all of it. It's really, really great. So the recipe that I'm linking to just calls for salt and pepper, and you can just do that, or you can add whatever seasonings you want. Once it's all seasoned up, you're going to want to get your biggest skillet. I have this massively large cast iron skillet. It says it's 12 inches, but that is like the bottom inside side measurement of this pan. It is crazy heavy, crazy large. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I love it for this kind of thing. But whatever your biggest skillet is, get that out and you're going to just crank the heat under there. And then once it's really, really hot, you add oil to the skillet and then you put your steak in. Now, if that skillet was not big enough to fit that whole length of your skirt steak, you can cut that skirt steak into two or three pieces and then they'll fit better. Even in my big one, I tend to need to cut it in two pieces. So that is totally normal. At this point, you're just trying to get a lot of really good crust and color on that underside. You're leaving it undisturbed. Don't touch it for a good two to three minutes, even longer. Use a pair of metal tongs and kind of peek underneath every now and then when it's got a really good color on the outside. That's when you can flip it over and then you're going to be cooking it for just another couple of minutes. Because the skirt steak is so thin, it can be hard to stick a thermometer in there and get an accurate read on a temperature. So I do tend to just cut into the middle of it with a sharp knife and fork and have a look and see where it's at. 
Now, my family tends to like their steaks a little bit more well done than most people do. And I think that might be why I'm loving the skirt steak so much, because even when it's like medium well, once you season it all up like that and get that really good crust on it and then slice it really thinly against the grain that we've been talking about, it is still tender and juicy and delicious. Really wonderful. So if you are somebody who likes it more well done, you can leave it in for longer. If you like it on the rarer side, keep your eye on it. Cut into it quickly as soon as that crust is formed on both sides and then get it out of that pan and let it rest for five minutes. Don't cover it with foil or anything while it's resting. That can make the crust that you just developed kind of steam off of it and you don't want that. You want it to stay as crunchy as you can. And now it's time to slice it. So remember, we have that nice horizontal piece of steak in front of us on the cutting board and the muscle grain is running top to bottom, north to south, what you're actually going to do is you're going to cut your skirt steak into pieces that are about three to four inches. So holding your knife in that north-south direction, cut your steak into pieces, then take one of those pieces and turn it 90 degrees. Now your grain is running east to west. So still holding your knife north to south, which is how you like to slice things anyways. Now you can slice through that piece that you cut and all of those strips are going to be against the grain. Now, always after like two slices, take one and look at it. Make sure you're not seeing shreds of meat, like long strands of meat running through it, and that you're seeing almost more like little dots of meat pushed together. That tells you that you're against the grain. If you are seeing those long strands, you are seeing the grain, and that means that you've turned it the wrong way. So you want to check that. And that's pretty much it. Once you've got it all sliced, you are putting that onto your burrito bowls or into tacos. Really, really delicious. I hope you love skirt steak as much as I do. I'm going to let you know again that you can get the link to this recipe in the show notes or head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. Alrighty, let's get cooking. Let's get cooking. 